Well, it's good to be here with you all on this beautiful day of prayer. Just a warm welcome to all of our visitors, especially to our keynote. Jeannie, thank you so much for your wonderful words on prayer. And also like to uh, recognize Father Dan Schuster, the vocation director from the Diocese of Green Bay, who is visiting our campus. Uh, we vocation directors need to stick together. <laughs> I don't know about you, but every year when I hear this uh, pair or this story of the lepers, I just, I don't know what it does to me, but it, it, it bothers me. It's just, just one. I think maybe it bothers me so much. I, I had an opportunity, uh, I did a month in Africa in my, when I did my seminary training, and when we were down in Africa, we had, a, we had this one day where I met a leper, like a, a real person suffering from leprosy. And I just remember like the, the pain in my heart for that person and kind of the anger because this doesn't need to happen. We have drugs that can cure this stuff in our day and age. And she had no hands, she had no feet, she had wound, like sores on her body. And I always remember these stories of the lepers in the gospel and I thought, if you went from that <clears throat> to completely healed, how could you not go back to the one that healed you and say, just, just to say thank you? It was not like the Lord was saying, you know, come back and give me money for my services or you're now my slave because I've cured you. Just a gesture of gratitude. Was that so much to ask? And yet I see, I guess, in my own life and the life of many Catholics, a lack of gratitude. I think a lack of gratitude is the cause of many problems in our world right now. And I think it's one of the most important virtues, and for Americans, it's probably one of the least practiced. Abraham Lincoln said, We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom or virtue of our own. I think one of the things that robs us of gratitude is a disconnect. A disconnect from creation, from the Creator. People like, Pope, like, like Francis of Assisi saw the glory of God everywhere. Remember, he, he said he just loved to watch birds fly. Kept him sane. Or St. Ignatius of Loyola would lay on his back at night and look up at the stars and just ponder and meditate on the power and majesty of God. But we get disconnected because of the busyness of life. <clears throat> when is the last time you just looked at the sunrise? And thank God. As you're walking to class on a cool morning, you hear the birds chirp, the frost glistening off the grass. You said, thank you. Or maybe better out here, when's the last time you're walking to class in 30 mile an hour winds and negative 30 degrees? <clears throat> and you just said, thank you, Jesus, that the wind only blows one way. <clears throat> did you ever know, did you know that every major religion prioritizes and declares gratitude as one of its primary virtues? Why? Because gratitude sets you free. 
When you're a person of gratitude, you're free. I remember when I was in college, we had this old priest, God bless him, his name was Father Peter Hughes, old Irish priest. He has since passed from this life at NDSU. He was at the cathedral in Fargo. And one day I was at Sunday Mass, and this kid was just going berserker, like screaming uncontrollably. And he was preaching his homily. And you could see people getting irritated because they couldn't hear, and the kid was going crazy. And at one point, he just stopped. And yet, he still had the Irish accent, you know. So he's like, isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Cries of life. Life in the church. We are thankful to you parents for your baby's cries. I mean, that guy's free. Everybody else is frustrated. He's free. He doesn't see a screaming baby that's disrupting mass. He sees life. The other one I was thinking about is like St. Francis of Assisi. What could you do to him? What are you going to do? You're going to, you know, give him money because he looks like a poor beggar? He's grateful. You're going to make fun of him because he's a lunatic? He's grateful because he's being humiliated for Christ. You beat him and take his habit? He says, take my habit. I don't want it. You obviously need it more. Imprisoned and he's grateful for being persecuted. One of my favorite stories about St. Francis of Assisi, remember when he stripped down in the square and then he ran off into the woods? That's not my favorite thing about Francis of Assisi. <laughs> my favorite thing is what happened after that. As he was in the woods and he was walking, he ran into some robbers. And they asked him what he was doing. And he said, I, remember, he's brandly converted and serving the Lord. And he said, I am the herald of the great king. And they beat him up and threw him in a ditch. I mean, there's nothing you could do to Francis. His heart was just always grateful. The problem is, as the Russian author Dostoevsky said, man only likes to count his troubles. And rarely does he count his joys. It is for this reason that he experiences very little joy in this life. We often complain. I say we, I'm with you. We complain more about life than we are grateful for it. All God gives is a gift. Do you believe that? Sometimes these gifts are strange and maybe unwanted, maybe misunderstood. Jeannie, as you were speaking today, I was like, come on, mention gratitude, mainly for myself, (laughs) because I wanted to connect it to the homily. And she did. I don't know if you caught it, but she did. And I went up and asked her just to make sure after the, I want to make sure I wasn't misquoting her. She said she had that little prayer journal, remember? And there were intercessory prayers and thank yous. The first movement of the heart of somebody who has met Christ is gratitude. Maybe very simple gratitude, just, hey, thanks for answering this prayer and that prayer and this. But soon, soon everything becomes gratitude. As St. Paul said in the Alleluia verse, this is God's will for you to be grateful to have hearts of gratitude. Let me give you an example of these. I'm thankful for the mess that I have to clean up after a party because it means I'm surrounded by friends. 
I'm thankful that I pay taxes because it means I have a job. I'm thankful for lawns that need mowing and windows that need cleaning, gutters that need fixing because I have a home. I'm thankful for so much homework because it means I'm being educated. I'm thankful for a spot I find at the far end of the parking lot because I can walk. I'm thankful for the big heating bill because I know I'm warm. I'm thankful for the alarm that goes off early in the morning because I am alive. I think I may have shared this story with you, but when we were doing, uh, we had a, at Minoka, my little, the little parish, country parish east of town here, we had a, we were doing the God share appeal, trying to raise money for the bishop, and we ran out. We didn't make our goal, and so we were calling everybody. And as we called everybody, this one guy, I could hear him on the phone, he said, uh, the guy that was calling, he said, we were just wondering if, out of gratitude for all God's done for you, would you be willing to donate to the bishop's appeal? And he said, God hasn't done a dang thing for me this year. And I heard him, <laughs> he said, you're still breathing, jerk. I'm not advocating that as a way to raise funds. (laughs) But how often we forget about the simplest things. I have hair. I can walk. I can breathe. I have health. I can see. I can taste. I can eat. I challenge you. I challenge you every day to practice gratitude. We're right around the corner. Thanksgiving is almost here. I invite you to do the same thing that our keynote speaker did. I invite you to write down things that you're grateful for every day. Or when you're struggling or having a bad day, stop into the chapel for five minutes, as she suggested, and begin to think of all the things, all the blessings that God has given to you in this life. Things that you didn't earn, but were just given. The Dominican spiritual master, Meister Meister Eckhart, once wrote this. If the only prayer you ever said in your life to God is thank you, it would be enough.